0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Fireside Chat number 175. Great to be with you. And I'm not alone. I am with four members of Prager Force. That's the student organization of Prager University. Now up to, I was just told by Sabrina, who runs the the show and does a great job, I might add, 13,000. And how many countries are represented? Do you, do, oh gosh, do you know?
1: Over hundred. I don't know exactly Literally
0: over a hundred yeah. countries. Oh, I got the chills. I really did. That that is so powerful. So we have four. They won a lottery to to come to LA and to come to the fireside chat. Correct. Mm-hmm. That is great. I asked all of them if they cheated. I just just for the record, they all denied it, uh, uh, claiming membership in. Well, I won't even say which party so they will we'll leave that aside <laughs> anyway uh, i'm very happy for them let me see buffalo el paso san diego and minneapolis is that, i got that right That yes, yeah, that's that's wonderful so we're going to meet them in a moment i just want to open up with a, a few comments i had on my radio show this week a polish professor in uh in poland he teaches in poland and he wrote a book on freedom. He is the Polish representative to the European uh, Union. Uh, by the way, I did speak at the European Union in Brussels, and it's on YouTube in case you're, you're curious to see what I had to say uh, to uh, Europeans. In any event, he is the Polish representative, again, a professor of philosophy, and he was the former minister of Education, and he, and he wrote his book on freedoms. So he made a very interesting point made many interesting points, and I would just like to share one with you. I asked him about the relationship between religion in the Western world and freedom, which I believe is, uh, is complete. Uh, not that religion was always uh, the greatest promoter of freedom, but it has been certainly for the last 100 years. And the decline of Christianity, and I'm saying this as a Jew, the, the, the decline of Christianity has led to uh, only, basically, a removal of freedoms. It's happening in the United States. As America gets more secular, we get less free. We are less free than any time in American history, in fact. And I believe it has a lot to do with the decline of religion. The founders of the United States believed that God wants people to be free. That's a pretty big deal. Anyway, he made a point that I have long said that leftist religions, environmentalism, feminism, humanism, Marxism, socialism, all the isms, these are secular substitutes for religion, specifically for Judeo-Christian religions. So that would be Protestantism, Judaism, Catholicism, Mormonism, uh, or, or LDSs, as they refer to themselves. So anything, any, anything rooted in the Bible is a Judeo-Christian offshoot. So what has happened, uh, he, he pointed out, again, something I believe, is we have substitute religions. No one is irreligious. There is no irreligious human in the world. If the only question in life is not, do you believe in a religion, is what religion do you believe in? No one has no religion. It, 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 people are guided by some faith, faith in, in humanity, faith in science, you, you name it. But, but there's, there's some faith issue. And so uh, leftism is substituted for Christianity in, in Europe and the United States. But he then made an interesting point. I and I, I wish I could play it for you. He, he had a somewhat of a Polish accent, but it's very clear. His English was great. In fact, he actually wrote the book in English, which is amazing. So he pointed out that, like religion, traditional religion, leftism has a whole list of sins. But it's much longer than the catholic list of sins he poland is catholic so we're using that example or or protestant or jewish it doesn't matter the the list of sins is enormous and so think about it i i gave the uh i gave the acronym six herb so that oh uh, he cracked up when i did this for him you know sexist intolerant xenophobic homophobic islamophobic racist bigoted so there you have a sin right so sexism is a sin, intolerance is a sin, xenophobia is a sin, homophobia is a sin, racism is a sin, bigotry is a sin, transphobia is a sin, uh, it, uh, let's see, it, 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 it's it, all non-wokeness. The list is enormous of the, of the possible sins. Cultural appropriation is a sin. Isn't that, isn't that astonishing? By the way, cultural appropriation is beautiful. It's not a sin. Brett Stephens in the New York Times, in the New York Times wrote this past week a column about how Condé Nast, uh, which publishes Bon Appétit, you know, cuisine magazine, uh, got in trouble because, are you familiar with this? Is that that why you're nodding? I am. So tell me if I get this correctly. So uh, years ago, it wrote an article. Uh, of uh, a non-Jewish woman wrote an article on her recipe for humintashen. Humintashen is a is a Jewish uh, food that's associated with the holiday of Purim, which comes from the Book of Esther uh, in uh, in the Bible, and it's 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 like the Jewish Mardi Gras. People dress up in costumes and so on and it's a fun day uh, for all it's, it's it's the most fun day in the in the Jewish religious calendar anyway uh one of the things is Hamintashin, which is the ears of Haman Haman is the villain in the story and so she wrote her own recipe and she was attacked for it how could a non-Jew dare imply that she has a great recipe for a Jewish uh, uh, a, a a Jewish dessert item. Isn't that absurd? So I I don't even understand. So if I make a good rice pudding, am I culturally appropriating the Greeks? Because they're, they're known for their rice pudding. I uh, What I'm pointing out is they just make lists of sins. Never think that you got free because you're out of Christianity. You didn't get free. You got probably far more Encumbered with 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 sin, uh, than uh, than in Christianity. And here's the irony: at least Christians forgive; the left never forgives. Oh, you said this thirty six years ago. No more job. Christians wouldn't do that. What if you said the most horrible things about Christianity thirty five years ago, and and have not since, or even became a Christian? Would they say, "Oh, you're 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 dead"? Of course not. I've spent my life on many subjects, but the biggest overall subject is the consequences of secularism The death of God and religion in the West is the tragedy of our time and by the way, you don't have to be a believer Douglas Murray is, uh, is uh, Secular completely secular uh, But but he just like me just You don't you don't have to be religious to recognize that the death of, of Judeo-christian religions is the death of the West as he put it the whole It's a good term that he used the whole fill the hole that needs to be filled because the hole that is left by the death of Christianity in Europe, so this man made this great point I had never quite thought of it the gigantic list of sins That the left has for us, and you don't even know when you've sinned. It's not even knowable. You might have said something here. The 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 president, I think, of or owner, I think, president of the Seattle Mariners baseball team, twenty-five years. So he said that uh, in a completely non-condemnatory way. Spoke about one of his pitchers paid millions of dollars a year I think he's been on the team six years and he said, you know, I wish the guy would learn English He because uh, he still uses a, an interpreter. He's a Japanese player. He still uses an interpreter. He, he was He was kicked out of the team. What is wrong with saying that? Let's say first I'm not even saying he was right but you're not allowed to have an opinion. Why is that insulting? I don't understand why it's insulting to say, you know, the guys paid a fortune. We still have to uh, we still have to hire an, a translator when when we uh, when the coach goes out to speak to him or the manager on the mound. Well, what, what is the big deal? we are be, we're becoming automatons. People are self-censoring like crazy. So I, I needed to just share that with you in the beginning. I want to go to the, uh, the Prager Force folks in the room. So uh, first of all, you'll introduce yourselves when, when, when you respond or when you ask a question. I just do want to know, I asked you this when we first met, I am totally okay with whatever your answer is. More exciting to meet me or Otto? <laughs>
1: Hey Dennis, uh, I'm Kongman. I'm 23 years old uh, from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And to answer that first question, uh, that is a hard question. I knew um, it. I know it was meant <laughs> as a hard question. Uh, but I would say you for sure. Really? Yes. Yeah. I do have an auto T-shirt. But,
0: but uh, you have a what?
1: I have an auto T-shirt, but I will getting. I will be getting a pillow with your
0: face on it soon. So. there's a pillow with my face on it?
2: <laughs> You're kidding me. There was one who just well, and we said no. We have to have one with Dennis to go with it.
0: There is a pillowcase. It's, it's very pillow flattering. Yeah. With my face on it. You can like lie on my head when you go to bed.
3: Yeah. We're selling it in the store now.
0: I, it's selling in the store. I, I know this sounds odd, but is anyone buying it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I will soon.
0: Don't worry. If no one else is buying it,
1: I will oh, soon. That's very sweet of you.
0: <laughs> Spell your first name. K A N G M I N. Right. And you're, you were born in Korea? Yes, sir. Before we go on, because this is priceless beyond words, you have been called a white supremacist. Yes, sir, I have. Oh, <laughs> well, he's really made it. <laughs> I, I made mean, it. I, 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 I made let, it. Let, yeah, you really. You, you, when you tell the person who says you're a white supremacist, you're Korean, do, do, well, how do they react? They
1: say, "Oh, like I know that, but you've internalized white supremacy. You've internalized whiteness, and you've kind con- of you, you want the approval of the oh, white. So whiteness
0: man. is not a race. Apparently, whiteness not. Is, is an attitude. Yeah, like we believe that math has one right answer. <laughs> no, no, that do you know that? Yeah, no, I heard that. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's in absurd. Oregon, if you believe math has one right answer, you're a white supremacist. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, and you you moved to Minneapolis?
1: Yes, sir. From. So I grew up in New Jersey, and then I went to school in LA, and now I'm in Minneapolis. Are you fleeing anything? <laughs> fleeing communism?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah, I don't. You may have run into it again. Uh, uh, this is very sad. No, really, why'd you move so much?
1: Uh, well, just I just am a travel at heart, so I like to live at
0: different places. Oh, you do? And, yeah. What's your favorite place to live?
1: Um, actually, this is a very unpopular opinion among conservatives, but LA.
0: I live in LA. No, no. H- here's the irony: people, yeah. we're not, we're not Oregon, mm-hmm. we're not Seattle. Mm-hmm. This is very important. There are more uh, conservatives or, or Republicans in California than any other state. Mm-hmm. There are a, a lot of conservatives in this state. Mm-hmm. So I understand why you would like it. I have a, I have a tremendous uh, community of kindred spirits here. Well, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, next. Otto or me?
3: Um, <laughs> uh, My name is Sam. I'm 17 from San Diego. Sam. Yes.
0: <laughs> is it short for anything? Samantha. Yeah. Thank God. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know why a parent would name a girl Sam. I totally <laughs> yeah, get no. why you'd be called Sam.
3: Yeah. It's shorter, but
0: yeah, yeah my parents won't do that. To does me. <laughs> anyone call you Samantha? Um, like, if your mother gets angry at you, why does she call you?
3: She calls me Samantha. I um, knew it.
0: That's yeah. the way it works. <laughs> you get your whole name when only when your parent or, or spouse is angry at you, <laughs> right? So, yeah. uh, where are you, where were you born?
3: Um, I was born and raised in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, and you still well, live there? Here. Yeah, <laughs> same, and,
0: city. uh and you live with your parents? hmm yeah. Same parents?
3: Yes. <laughs> God,
0: how traditional.
3: <laughs> I know. It doesn't happen very often. <laughs> so you're
0: LDS, you're Mormon.
3: hmm yeah, I yeah. am.
0: Did you ever find uh, bigotry vis-a-vis uh, your religion?
3: Um, like how other people view it? Yes, her?
0: yes, they're
3: right. Yeah, I mean, oftentimes people, um, they like think that they know what we believe, and so they'll like prejudge, and so I like to let people get to know me first, and then their views of my religion are often different than people who like know like, "Oh, you're a Mormon or whatever." Then they already have
0: Well, their let me tell you means. let me tell you something you might not have been told. My suspicion is... That putting theology aside Mormons may be the most admired group in America And I have no axe to grind here, none uh, But I just want you to know that I have actually done this I have asked on the air If you, could, if you had to make a business deal tell, Then tell your uh, LDS folks about this If you had to have a, a business deal And you, the honesty of the person was critical because if they weren't fully honest, you could go bankrupt. What group would you most likely choose a person from? And and most people said a Mormon. You have a very good reputation for your family life, for, for your your cheerful personalities, and, and it's earned. I I I I feel that. Twice a year I and my wife and I have Shabbat dinner, a Jewish Sabbath dinner with uh, like six, seven Mormon couples at, at one of their homes in, in this area that you're now visiting, where I'm, I'm doing the fireside chat. I, I, I conducted the Mormon Tabernacle. I have very warm feelings. So I, w- I was just curious. So uh, San Diego, does it have a big uh, LDS community?
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of members of my church there. And so... That's really nice for me. I mean, I like the community and everything.
0: Are you? You're seventeen. Yeah, I am. Are you dating? Um. Are you no. allowed to date? Oh, Let yeah. me put it that way.
3: Yeah, I am allowed. So to go
0: date. go go to a, a movie or something or dinner with a boy. Yeah. With no chaperone. Yeah. She's cracking up. This is you're <laughs> like, cracking yes, up, cracking me up. When we well, I assume there were rules. Like, at what age were you allowed?
3: Um. Well, it's like encouraged to wait till you're 16. So,
0: oh, 16. Like, I yeah. see. Okay, but it's
3: kind of more like the parents decide. It's a lot of like the quote-unquote rules with the religion. It's just like things that are encouraged, but it's really like you make your own choice for how you live. So,
0: that's really. How many siblings do you have? Seventeen? Have- <laughs> no, that, that was just a joke between <laughs> me and the Mormon.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I have three younger brothers. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I know. A Mormon
0: family of four?
3: <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. It's great to have you. Thank so you. So you won the uh, the lottery.
3: Yes. <laughs> but you,
0: unlike those who flew here, you just had a drive.
3: Yeah, only two hours.
0: <laughs> well, welcome to my house.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: All right, next. And you are?
2: My name is Jessica. I'm 16 from El Paso, Texas. And I was definitely more excited to meet you. <laughs>
0: It wasn't like you in a question.
2: Nope. Well, maybe. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm very touched. You're the youngest of the group. You're 16. Yeah. So are you in high school? Yes. Are there any other Prager Force uh, kids in your high school?
2: I'm homeschooled, but I have...
0: Oh, you're homeschooled. God, are you lucky. I mean it. <laughs>
2: yeah. You
0: are. You're lucky. I
2: am. I love being homeschooled.
0: I- we need to do a fireside chat. With homeschool the people, because th- sending your kid to a regular school today uh, is 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 flirting with uh, with Russian roulette. I'm sorry, I wish it weren't true. It just it just is. So, how how much are your parents involved in your homeschooling? Can can they, if they wanted, would they be able to go to work?
2: With me, yeah. I could, I do all of my school by myself right now, so.
0: But you, you don't have a group?
2: Um, no. Like, I can join, like, I can take certain um, subjects with other friends if we use the same curriculum, but right now I just do it on well, my own. Well,
0: so that may play into people's fears that if my kid is homeschooled, they won't have a social life.
2: That is where people are very wrong. I'm very, very busy, and I'm seeing my friends, like, all over the place. I'm in sports. I have Bible studies, um, a lot of friends at church. So, yeah, I think that's one of the really big misconceptions. Yes, that, I'm, that,
0: I'm glad I asked yeah. it then. Mm-hmm. That's right. So are you, do you, are you intent, I'm not a big college fan, so don't be hesitant. Are you, do you intend to go to college?
2: I, as of right now, I don't think so. Yeah, there's, there, there's really that, no
0: call for it yeah. unless, you, you know, you're studying advanced mm-hmm. botany.
2: <laughs> yeah, as of then, right now, I'm not um, pursuing any specific career that I would need college for. So if later on I see that I want to pursue a career that I would need a degree for, then yeah, I'd, I'd go. But as of right now, right. I don't think I need it. So yeah.
0: And where are your parents from?
2: My mom is from Juarez, and she moved to El Paso, I think, when she was around 15, and then my dad is from So Juarez
0: is right over the border from El Paso, just to let Mm -hmm. people know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then she met your dad what?
2: She met my dad in El Paso. He moved there from Chicago. Where
0: was he born?
2: In Chicago. Mm -hmm.
0: But his parents were from Mexico. Yeah. So you're either first generation or second generation Mm -hmm. Mexican-American. Yeah. And how's your Spanish?
2: Pretty good. I get a little nervous when I talk to people or when they ask me to say uh-huh. something Can about you say Sabrina
0: doing a great job? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina está haciendo buen trabajo. Gracias. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> uh, very that that's on record now in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sabrina's here. She heads Prager Force. Have you met uh, have you met others in Prager Force? Is this is this the first time?
2: Um I've met people um on social media And so i have like that a must group be chat. great
0: i mean mm-hmm. to have this national i mean i don't want to put words in your mouth but i, I got to believe meeting kindred spirits all over the country or the world is that is that a big bonus in being in prager force
2: oh yeah absolutely i, I got to was... believe
0: it's the biggest
2: mm-hmm. I was super excited. Actually, um, this group chat on Instagram, I got added to, I think not more than like a week ago, but I was super excited and everybody was like so nice and like, even just like virtually the fact that I was able to feel so welcome, even though I wasn't even talking to them in person, just kind of surprised me. It was really cool.
0: That is great. So when you hear this constant refrain of the left that, uh, Whites are supremacists and everyone is a bigot. Has that been your experience?
2: Um, Like to hear that from other people that I know. This is
0: the constant refrain that whites in America are are all bigots. They're all racists. Mm Has that been your experience oh, with whites?
2: No, <laughs> absolutely not.
0: You know, I knew it wasn't when you said when you didn't understand the question. <laughs> no, no, that that that's what it, that was the proof that you're being sincere. Like, what is he asking? Because it is, it's absurd. Mm-hmm. It's just totally absurd.
2: It is. I have a lot of white friends, and they are some of my closest, most genuine, like, I absolutely uh, adore course, them. Of course, and they
0: couldn't care less if your parents are from Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico, or, or, or Zambia. We don't care. This is, it's, it's really a farce. So you won the lottery. Were you happy when you won the lottery?
2: Yes, I was. I was quite speechless. Sabrina had to ask me if I was still there because I was...
0: <laughs> oh, you called her up? Yeah. Sabrina's here. That's who I'm talking to. Really? Oh, that's uh, uh, that's really nice. Yeah, it is a big deal yes. to, to uh, be flown here. So you're, you're doing, I get it, homeschooling in El Paso. Well, welcome to my home. Thank you. And finally, I got big news...
4: Tell us your name first. My name is Donovan. I'm from Buffalo, New York. I recently moved to D.C., and I'm 23 years old. So Donovan from Buffalo. Why are you moving to Washington, D.C.? I got an internship with the Media Research Center, so I relocated from Buffalo to Ah, D.C. That's
0: very nice.
4: Were you born with your hair that way? Uh, No, I was born with a decent amount of hair, but not this much.
0: That is one serious forest i mean uh uh I'm so so sorry, so thank uh, you the of, uh we have a congratulations
4: to give you, yes, thank you um, I just uh got engaged to my fiance about two I, weeks ago
0: i am i i love that i'm I'm pushing everybody to get married, especially nathan <laughs> uh, you know I, poor Nathan, he has to endure this regularly, so uh. The 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 question I love a- asking every couple, even if they're 80, I just find it fascinating. How did you meet?
4: Uh, we actually met online. We met on Facebook. And I asked her. We both love um, amusement parks. So I asked her to go on a date with me to an amusement park. She said yes. And we've been together ever since.
0: I've always said people who love amusement parks make perfect couples. <laughs> Definitely. That is really Weird I'm I'm just ribbing you I ribbed you on your hair You just seem ribbable Donovan Which is a compliment No no it is a total compliment It means I really like you, you But agree. the uh, So that was it the, the the music So she likes
4: roller coasters Yeah
0: By the way I love roller coasters I even sit in the front uh, Whatever you call it
4: Yeah we always wait for the
0: front Yeah seat. the front That's the way That's the only yeah, way Yeah you see the drop It's hilarious I, I know <laughs> I, I don't have an issue with it. Uh, I, there are things I don't like, like uh, leftists, but uh, <laughs> but going down. <laughs> just, just shooting the breeze. So uh, you, how did it come out on Facebook that you both like? There must have been some, you must
4: have been talking to each other. Yeah, we were talking for a couple of weeks, I would say maybe two or three weeks, and then we were just talking about things we like to do. She said she really likes to travel and go to theme parks, and that's what I love to do. So then I asked her if she wanted to go to Six Flags, and she said yes. And Was she from Buffalo as well? Uh, yeah, yep. Are you. Uh, what do you call someone from Buffalo?
0: A Buffalonian? Buffalonian, yeah. I made that up, and I was right. <laughs> A Buffalonian. Yep. I... I I love that. If anybody asks me what I am, I'm going to say I'm a Buffalonian. (laughs) They won't know what the hell I'm talking about, but it it, it is fun. By the way, here's one. You ready? Have you all heard of Halifax, the city in in, in Canada? Halifax, Nova Scotia? No? Any of you heard of it? It's it's fairly 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 famous. So, how about this? You have to have gone there to know this. A person from Halifax is a Haligonian. Isn't that weird? Not a Halifaxian. All right. This is what you call unnecessary knowledge. I just, I just thought I'd share that for a second. So you are moving. So is your fiance moving with you, I assume? Yeah,
4: we already moved. We moved back in August. Oh, you did already?
0: Yep. And you're waiting until uh, things open up to, uh, to have your wedding. Yep. Do your parents like her?
4: Yeah, they like her a lot. They do? Yeah.
0: She like your parents? Oh, yeah. What are you all radiate health? There's no, <laughs> there's no dysfunctional family represented in four people here?
4: Well, her side is a
0: little. Oh, uh, yeah, okay.
3: <laughs>
0: but she really likes my side of the family. Oh, that, like that's, her, that's, so. that's what counts. That, that's really good. Well, congratulations. I'm very happy for you. How'd you, how'd you like your time in uh, Prager Force?
4: Oh, I love it a lot. Like you were just saying, I love being able to connect with people across the world. Uh, across the country too, and just really be able to share ideas, and it's a good way to connect with other people. Like I've made friends with these four, uh, three, and I just met them. Like it's just such a great opportunity, so I really enjoy well, it. Well,
0: it's an instant sharing, obviously. That, that that's a great thing. All right, my friends. So uh, I asked you a lot of questions. If you have any for me, this is a great opportunity. This is normally as you folks watching. No, I take questions. Uh, from a, a, either of the live video or people who've sent them in but with live people. I'll take them live Okadoke.
1: All right. So my questions about uh, cancel culture and everything going on today and
0: by the way, <laughs> forgive me No, no problem. They <laughs> asked me Do you want to know our questions before we go? On, on, on live and I said absolutely not. I want this to be totally spontaneous So if you want to ask me the capital of Moldavia <laughs> You're totally free to do so. Go ahead. What is the capital? Multifia? I think it's Kishinev. Okay. I,
1: okay. We'll have to fact check that. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, w- in regards to cancel culture, so we see most of the major, major cultural institutions canceling conservatives these days. We've had Gina Carano be canceled recently, and a lot of, peop- a lot of conservatives are being you know, kicked off of, uh, social media platforms and things like that. And so my question is whether or not conservatives having their own space would divide or unite the country further.
0: Also, I'll take I'll take this last part first The the country is completely divided Liberals and conservatives have a great deal in common The left and conservatives have nothing in common. I mean literally nothing. I Wish it weren't true People who believe that you have to say men give birth or you are a hater What do I share with them? They live in? In a fantasy world, to, to not only believe that men give birth, but to hold that if you deny that, you are a hater, is to have entered the, a realm of the absurd that was un, unenvisionable 10 years ago. I said on the Bill Maher show, I don't know if you know that program, uh, but I said on his show uh, a year and a half ago. I said America's not systemically racist and men, do, men uh, do not give birth. Oh, excuse me, men do not menstruate. That's what I used. And Bill Maher and the whole audience started laughing. Like, what are you talking about? Who says men menstruate? But now Bill Maher and, and his audience would not say men do not menstruate. They'd be called transphobic. So there's no, forget the unity issue. Forget it. My only question is, what can we do to help Americans reclaim liberty Reclaim the great America that existed Despite its flaws And that's why we have Prager U. If, if it had to be that we would be only on a conservative Platform we would do it But we don't want that We want to change minds But they are afraid of a five minute U video They're lit- And they should be by the way, they have every reason to fear a, a, a five-minute PragerU video, just as they fear when I go to a campus. Why, why is there an uproar if a conservative, not just me, any conservative goes to a campus? You had four years to indoctrinate them with leftism and you're afraid of a one-hour lecture? They have every right to be. We puncture their bubble. Did I answer you? Because if you want to respond, that's fine. If not, we'll go we'll go yeah, on. Yeah, so
1: I guess there is really no unity to have with the left because they are so different. So then that, just, that's right. Just yes. we need to focus on yeah. preserving well, you, the liberty. Unity that we have. is
0: based on shared values. Doesn't mean we agree on everything. We don't have shared values. The, the America is composed of liberty and God we trust, e pluribus unum. They reject all three. Okay. So I don't know what what is there gonna be unity on? You think America's a cesspool. I think it is the greatest invention in history. I agree with Lincoln. It's the last best hope of mankind. You think it's an S-hole. What are we, wh- where are we going to have unity on that? Okay? I
1: agree. Everyone watch the 5-Minute PragerU videos. <laughs>
0: That's right. Everyone should.
3: Okay, so my question kind of goes along with that a little bit, I guess. So um, I'm oftentimes conflicted with just wanting to completely delete my social media. So much of my posts just get blocked or fact-checked or whatever, and also just wanting to live in the moment more. But then, on the other hand, it's one of the most common ways for sharing information. So what how, what would be your advice, I guess, to just balance that?
0: The The answer is you have to decide do you want to be courageous or not. That that's what ultimately it comes down to. Most people do not want to be courageous, because it hurts. If it didn't hurt, it wouldn't take courage, right? When when uh, you know American troops went into combat in in the wars we fought, it took courage because you might get hurt. Who who goes into combat thinking they they definitely won't get hurt? Very few people. You will get hurt so what you do is you learn a few things first not to take it personally so let me tell you a a motto i developed for my own life because i'm attacked a great deal i'm also loved a great deal and i know that so here is something i long ago adopted i made this line up and when people hear it especially people older than you but you can fully understand it at your age Uh, I if you I don't I don't let Insults go to my heart and I don't let compliments go to my head Mm. That's a very healthy way of looking at it so uh, I I have a real equilibrium in my life and There are whole websites that mock me I Read them I look at them I, I then, uh, you know, I finish my cigar, and uh, I don't think I actually don't believe my pulse goes up one beat. It has no effect. The uh, it is what it is. You you can't stand for what is good and not get hit. It hasn't happened in human history. You're you're all Christian. That's the whole Christ story. Why was he crucified? people couldn't stand his message I mean that you, you live the idea that you, you have to bear a cross so you, I, I wish everybody took Judaism who's Jewish and Christianity who's Christian seriously there should be no question that you fight if you take your faith seriously otherwise one has to ask what is the point of the faith so uh, if you develop these courage muscles early at your age, it's harder to develop at 40 than at 17. So you're, you're sort of, uh, you're getting ready for the fight. And America's worth fighting for. It really is. Does that answer you?
2: Yeah, that was really good. Thank you.
0: Great. Thank you. All righty.
2: So I know, um, I think, was it a couple fireside chats ago? I think you were talking about how you uh, tend to, um, your nature is kind of lazy sometimes and tends to be kind of lazy. And I've noticed that I'm that way too. So my question is how...
0: About 89% of us are that way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So my question is, how do you tell the difference between Being lazy and not wanting to take on responsibilities and um, giving yourself grace and not taking and not biting off of more than you can chew. Like, where do you figure out what? What, So this
0: is what I did. Knowing that it's left to my own devices, I will basically play. (laughs) Okay. I will get up at 11, read in bed, get out of bed at noon. Then, you know, listen to my stereo system and check out the internet, what's new, what's happening in the world, some interesting articles on God's existence from Romania. I mean, I, I don't waste my, I'm not playing video games, <laughs> uh, but um, I could play. So at a very early age, I realized that if I follow my nature, I will basically go nowhere. I won't be unemployed, but I'll go nowhere. So what I did was I took on more and more obligations. So when I tell somebody, you know, basically I'm lazy, and they go, excuse me, didn't you just come out with the third volume of a five-volume Bible commentary plus your radio show and your column and PragerU and lectures and radio show every day? And I go, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. That's a lot. So, I when you take on obligations, you have no choice. The publisher wants his money back <laughs> if you don't give the book a, more or less within six months of the of the due date. Uh, that's so. My answer to you: I don't think there's a. a I have as busy as I get. I have never felt I've bitten more than I could chew or chew more than I have bitten or chewed as much as I bite. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean, because that's the phrase you used. Uh, I, I would so, simply say, uh, but but I have to add something important. I'm blessed because all the work I do, I A, love, and B, believe is important. That That is... And by the way, usually they go in tandem. If you think it's important, you love it. they They're usually together. so uh, that's that's where I don't love every minute of it, but I love it. There's no such thing as loving every minute of your work. It's not possible. so i I would if I were you, I would challenge myself with taking on obligations. And amazingly, you'll find you're getting productive. Does that make sense? OK, thanks. Good luck. Thank you.
4: Yes. Uh, my question is, I'm a huge Tucker Carlson fan. And about a year ago, he recommended the book The Age of Entitlement by Christopher Caldwell, America Since the 60s. And um, I was just curious because the book is very critical of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and how it's kind of at odds with the First Amendment and the implied freedom of association. So I was just curious how you feel about that and what your thoughts are are on about um, basically the First Amendment and how the Civil Rights Act goes against it or it helps it. Or- right.
0: Uh, I've never commented on this publicly to the best of my knowledge. And I comment on everything publicly. <laughs> I do, I just, I don't, I don't hide any of my views. But for whatever reason, uh, I, I uh, either I wasn't, I guess I just wasn't asked it because it's so long ago. So let me give you a background and then give you my current thinking. Whenever he hears the Civil Rights Act, <laughs> he gets very excited. Uh, I, I, it's not exactly understood why. Can he be seen? Is, uh, is Otto on camera? <laughs> this, is a, this, is one of, this is a rare moment. But of course it's gone longer than a regular fireside chat. Yeah. And he's paid by the half hour. <laughs> no, no. He, he, he. Okay. See? Now, this was oh, his way nice. of saying, <laughs> I'm going to show him. It's not just for the money. <laughs> You're my man, Otto. Otto is a crack-up. It's as simple as that. In fact, we judge the health of a person by how they react to Otto. If they don't crack up, there's something wrong with them. Okay, so back to your question. So I was, how old was I? 64 or 65? I don't remember. Which you, you, do you remember which year it was, the Civil Rights Act? 1964, I believe. So fine. So I was, uh, I, I was 17 most of the year. And I was passionately for it because it was a disgrace the way blacks were treated. It's a total disgrace Can't go to a lunch counter and sit with it It was embarrassing So it wasn't even an issue. It is simply wrong to discriminate based on the uh, on race I, I Supported that for decades. No, I, I still supported it it's completely wrong to discriminate. I mean, I supported the act however It metastasized so that now you're considered violating Civil Rights Act if you say that biological males should not race against biological females if the biological male identifies as a female. So (laughs) it's a graceful way of sitting uh, for Otto. Uh, Barry Goldwater opposed it ran for president in 64. He opposed it Uh, And he got clobbered in the election, but that was mostly over they threatened that he, he they said that he would have nuclear war if he was elected Barry Goldwater people don't know this. He was senator from Arizona. They don't know he founded the NAACP of Arizona he was a passionate believer in civil rights for blacks. But he was a passionate opponent of the Civil Rights Act. He said, we can't fiddle around with freedom. People, if, if people, it is totally wrong. Look, wrong and illegal are not always the same thing. There are many ugly things people do that is evil that is that is uh, that legal right uh, people you know you, if you curse out your parents that is usually uh, a bad thing but it's legal you can curse out your parents you can curse out your kid for that matter there are a lot of things you can do to a child that are terrible and they're they're legal legal is not the, so we don't ban every bad thing Uh... We we have a ban on on prostitution. By the way, a lot of people think we should not ban prostitution. I'm torn on the issue, to be honest. It's a very complex question to me. But I, I so I understand both sides. So if you are if you're for against a ban on prostitution, does that mean you're pro prostitution? That's absurd, correct? Just like if uh, if you're if you're against a ban on heroin, does that mean you're pro heroin? That's a, that's that would be an unfair attack on everybody. So to say you're against civil rights legislation doesn't mean you are for discrimination. That is demagogic, dishonest, and all the other things the left does to its opponents. It's a smear. Barry Goldwater hated discrimination against blacks. But to make it a law, you must do X or Y is, and it's become a totally slippery slope. Completely. Now, the list of, of people you can't discriminate against is become absurd. Vietnam era status. What does that mean? People were discriminating against people on the basis of their Vietnam era status? What does that even mean? By the way, I'm a Jew. So this is my theory. If you open a country club and you say we do not want Jews, I believe you should be allowed to open that country club and ban Jews. And I'm saying this as a Jew. I I am more afraid of taking away your freedom than I am of me being discriminated against. Okay? So I that that's that's pretty direct. I, th- I think you're a lowlife if you don't allow Jews into your, uh, into your country club. By the way, what Jews did was hilarious. Jews were not allowed into country clubs uh, until, I would say, the 70s. And so what they did is they started their own country clubs. Now non-Jews join the Jewish country clubs. <laughs> it's a well-known fact. It's very funny. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Yeah, thank you. I had a feeling that when you asked it, you were in sympathy with Caldwell's view. Or you torn? I
4: would say, yeah, definitely. I would say more torn. Right. I really opened my eyes to like both sides of the argument. Yes, exactly. Use my Jewish argument. Yeah,
0: definitely. Now, clearly, where there are certain basic public accommodations, uh, if you're a hotel in a rural area, and a person needs a place to sleep, that's different. We we fully understand that certain things. You you just can't. But but in in private life, if there are fifteen restaurants and you don't you're, you don't want Jews in your restaurant, I will not force you to have Jews in your restaurant. Just the same way on freedom of speech, there was a very very famous uh, march in the sixties or seventies, I don't remember which. N- not neo Nazis, real Nazis, real swastikas marching in Skokie, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. Because a lot of Jewish survivors of the Holocaust lived there. These were, so these people were sadists. Your family was murdered by the Nazis, and now we're going to show you the swastika again. Nevertheless, every Jewish group I knew of, doesn't mean every Jewish group, said they have a right to, to march. Every, every liberal group said it. And that was real hate speech, not what they call hate speech today, which is basically speech that the left doesn't agree with. You mentioned uh, one of you mentioned the the, the woman uh, maybe who who mentioned it? the the one who was just uh, Gina Corona. Yeah, Gina Corona. I mean th- that that's mind blowing. She didn't she didn't make an equivalence of the Holocaust and, and and the left. She just pointed out that there there are dangers to the suppression of liberty. And, and Gave the example of Germany. It's a fair example so She she didn't trivialize the Holocaust the left trivialized the Holocaust when they call everybody they differ with Nazis That's the irony Freedom is very precious It's gonna be misused. I of course people aren't are a lot of lousy people around But uh, I, I will gamble with Liberty that's exactly right. And the, the left hates liberty, always did, always will. Liberals are the problem. They love liberty, but they vote for the people who hate liberty. <laughs> the, the liberal is the problem. They don't vote their values. Big issue. Are we good? We are
1: good.
0: Well, guys, it was a real pleasure.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Really, it's a pleasure. You you give me hope for the country. Thank you. And I I really appreciate it. So, my friends, this is uh, this was a wonderful fireside chat with four members of Prager Force. If you know somebody in high school or college. Or college age, or is that fair to say? Or young
3: professionals.
0: Or young professional? We go to what age? Under
3: 35.
0: Oh, we go now up to 35. Mm-hmm. Oh, I almost qualify. We
3: need all the help we can get. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> then, uh, and they want to help the country, help PragerU, and meet wonderful people. What do they do? Just write to PragerU, go online, and
3: PragerForce.com. PragerForce.
0: Oh, PragerForce has its own .com? It
3: takes you to PragerU, but it's its own
0: web page. It's its own web page? Good. So, yes, I strongly recommend that. Everyone of every age needs kindred spirits. If I had, if I could clone myself, I would start a website called (laughs) kindredspirits.com so that people could meet people who share their values. I'm blessed. I have so many wonderful people in my life, but I'm a public figure. It's easy to find such people But in regular life, it's not that easy So thanks guys. This was a joy. Thank you Megan Nathan get married and I'll see you next week (laughs) Thank you for watching this video to keep PragerU videos free, please consider making a tax-deductible donation